Hello. Hello. It's Monday. Yeah. We're being proactive. We're being proactive. And we're being risky at the same time with the pups. Well, sorry. We'll see how this goes. Stay positive. Yeah, I'm trying. Um, so we took a week off. Yeah. From the podcast. We did. And we're back. Where were we? We didn't go anywhere, but we were in the uh, gym for a week. So we had, you had taken the strong fit course in the summer. Yeah. And then you felt like it was like incredibly valuable. So then we brought the course to the gym. And so it was a weekend course, but then this time we also did the four days of like an immersive coaches week that followed it. So basically for six days we were in a course at the gym. Let's talk about the weekend first. Sure. Cause that's, what did you think about the course? What did you think about the weekend? Yeah. I mean, I thought the weekend was great. There was a ton of, it was a really nice balance for me of personal takeaways and then also like in thinking about the gym and kind of where we've been at with that, things that um, we could apply to the gym. So I felt like it was packed, filled with just valuable information for, for me. Yeah. I was really glad that there was a continuation that we were going to because right. it was a little overwhelming on Sunday. The, the thought of just going back to like Monday morning I could see how there could be a drop off in that, letting that stuff sort of sink in and marinate. Right. So I was glad that it wasn't just like back to life on Monday. Right. What about the week? Yeah, the week, and we were laughing about this yesterday. Like by Thursday, it was kind of like, okay, no more. I can't. I can't right. take any more. Right. Um. Yeah, I thought the week was interesting. It wasn't. I liked the pace. It wasn't like there was more learning, obviously, and, and a little more digging into content, but it was very much about application and it was more intimate. There were only five of us. Yeah. So, you know, I felt like that was also valuable just in a little bit of a different, different way, but it let us sort of just take in, um, yeah, what we'd experienced. It was definitely emotional. I thought the week started to really, whether it was because you were letting things, um, you know, sink in a little bit or because of what we did during the week, either way, it was, it kind of came to like, a, it built to a more emotional experience, I thought, for me. Emotional experiences. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that we both have or have um, experienced, facilitate, are involved in. And I think we're open to that. I think most people yeah. who probably listen to this podcast are open to that. Yeah. You Not, mean in, in contrast to just like intel intellectual, like learning brain physical? I guess, yeah, in some ways. I also think that just the label... And it's it's a fine label, yeah. not, and it's your and it's, but like having an emotional experience, mm -hmm. I feel like is looked as as either too heavy, a negative, um, like hippy dippy, hippy dippy, woo woo, yeah, that's not for me. Like, right. you know, and that is where I think when we say like emotional experiences, which this weekend as well as the week is mm -hmm. which is what between the ears is which is what some regular crossfit classes are um you know it's it there's some serious power there but for but you you, you drop the e-word and i feel like all of a sudden it's like well, i'm not really yeah. quite sure about that and that could be a judgment on my end that could be you yeah, know, whatever, I, think, but... I think, and that's something we've been talking about in a lot of podcasts with Between the Ears or our experience at the gym. I mean, 
you know, people, I think, who are a little resistant to that, it's like, I don't have time, eh, like, I don't have time for that. But what's that really about? Like, if you can't, like, we all know emotions are part of life. Right. Like, if you're not experiencing emotions, right. you're, a, there's something, you seriously yeah, you're, wrong. you're like a sociopath. Right. But people like to have them only when they deem them appropriate. So like, yes, it's appropriate to cry at a wedding, cry at a funeral. Right. If you get into an argument, but like get, coloring outside the lines gets uncomfortable for people. And so if that's a seminar that's about like, hey, I came here to learn about, you know, how to get fitter. Why are we talking about, you know, emotional mapping? That is where I think people start to get uncomfortable or it's like, yeah, I don't really need that. Like it doesn't. Yes. A lot of people like I go to therapy if I want to like work on myself. Mm -hmm. I go to the gym if I want to work on my body. Mm -hmm. I read books and I whatever to work on my brain. And it's just not we know now like that's it's not that simple. And I think that course was very much in line with like between the ears and the gym where we're open to like, it isn't that simple and they all sort of intersect. Right. So I thought that was really cool that we felt that was a familiar place for us. Yeah. 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 That, and, and that was something that was one of my big takeaways too. Um, so obviously I did the course in late July and a mere two and a half months later, it was a very different course. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoyed both of them tremendously, yeah. obviously. Um, but I thought that this this weekend was particularly more, not necessarily more refined, but it was... Um, Digestible? Yeah, it was just solid. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just awesome. So, sorry, I have a cold. Um, yeah, I thought that know, we had a lot of our own takeaways personally and then obviously uh, takeaways we can apply to between the ears to the gym so that it was like very valuable from that side yeah yeah um and yeah and the emotional thing like I guess just before we move on from it I think that if I were to say like emotional mm -hmm. you what would what's the first thing that comes to your mind crying crying yeah and like why what's that all about yeah. you know like that's not there because is a you, little bit of a negative stigma like oh it, well and women like oh you're so emotional yes. like that's a that's a thing that a women that women like have like that's been put on women like they're they're so emotional meanwhile there can't like, be a, pre a woman president because she would make emotional yeah, decisions yeah. i mean nobody says there can't be a dude president or yeah, men or this are, guy makes emotion right. like you know what I mean. Men and, are cold and don't express emotions, and women are too emotional. Yeah, and yeah. it's like this: we have this really twisted, disordered, inaccurate um, relationship mm -hmm. with emotional. Yeah, with that with that word, and it's thrown around. Um, well, even like emotional eating, and that is a negative. I mean, that that's like okay, your relationship with food if it's emotional is bad so there's a ton of ways that like we we put it into context where it's negative so of course when you just remove everything else and just say emotional it, it's kind of branded into our minds as like has a little bit of that like weak yeah you know like kind of like you're you don't have your shit together like right but then and i don't know if we've if i've talked if we've talked about this before you know previously but then you have books like, you know, Harvard Business Review mm -hmm. will put out books like Emotional Intelligence, right. Emotional Intelligence 1.0, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. And you pick this thing up and it's the most unemotional thing ever. Mm -hmm. Well, it's right. very sterile and very... I think that's the, the business, the sort of that intellect way of saying like, okay, well, we know there's some value here or like even companies like we've talked about this as it relates to you doing corporate events mm -hmm. companies realize that like yes if your employees aren't healthy emotionally that would not be good for their work output right so like if, that could be someone that doesn't express any emotion who has no empathy for the people they work with that could be someone that is over expressive regardless like yes the emotional health of your people likely has an impact on mm -hmm. their productivity yeah so they recognize that 
but then they'll put something in place that's kind of just like a a, a formatted checking the box like right. those tests and things right. and then right. when someone like you who's more like okay this isn't that simple comes along it's like yeah that doesn't really fit into our little what we just need it to look like yeah so i think they're trying to check that box but they're afraid to like well it has to still have a lot of constraints and has to look a certain way because otherwise it does appear messy and weak and out of our scope so i think some of those books it's like it's a little bit of that like it's just you can't talk about the emotional side of things and have it also be as cut and dry as like a bicep curl. It's just not, it's it's not like that. Yeah. You know, so, and, um, and so what I found really cool this, this week, this weekend and week was that emotional landscape Mm -hmm. of without it being, it wasn't therapy. No. It wasn't um, a funeral or a wedding or, you know, it, it yeah. wasn't this, it was, it was an emotional experience though. Right. Um, and I found that that was for me one of the, one of the biggest takeaways was just navigating that landscape. And what's really cool about it for, for me personally and professionally, I guess. That is a major topic of that I'm going to present on with at the BTE seminar. What is? What's the topic? The relationship between rational and emotional oh, yeah, language, yeah. and how we can use that to mm-hmm. improve, yeah. our, like like our lives, and we have to at least look at it. Yeah. And so, I was um, pleasantly surprised because there wasn't as much of that. When I took it in July, okay. there was actually, I mean, it was just different. It was there, but I guess it was maybe not as direct. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the coaches week I didn't take right. in July. And so I found that to be a very positive thing for me because like there is so much alignment mm-hmm. and there's so much like, yes. And so one of the cool things was like, I know this stuff works. Mm-hmm. But I you couldn't, know it by experience. I know it by experience, and and and, and, and here's well, and that's yeah. the other thing, and like and intuition and just innateness. Like I'm, and I, and one of the things I respected about Julian and Richard was like they were like yeah, like, like we just we know, right? You know, right. and um, of course, there's a lot I don't know, and there's a lot I'm trying to learn, but there's shit that I know, and and, and they and, talked about kind of the the back end science and they were like oh well, yeah because i don't know the science because I, I i don't right. know like all the big words right. and i, I mean yeah the studies like and people who lift weights and like i don't know i don't know about hypertrophy and but there's the muscle such body, but a, something's happening when but I do that's this. the thing it's like we are not we we if i were to say like hey i have a feeling and i just kind of know deep down inside yeah that what i'm doing is right mm-hmm and it helps people, and it works. Yeah, that is not evident. You that is not accept generally accepted evidence. Like, sure, I need to see the science. I need to see right. the study. I need to see the testimonials. I need to see right. where your sources Which, are. Ironically, you can create and fabricate that stuff and prove anything you want. This day and age, like any yeah. any argument out there, there's yeah. there's evidence to support everything. So yeah, but it was yeah. I thought that was really for me as well. Just on the sidelines experiencing seeing some of that and making the connections when they talked about things like wow that's really cool that that is totally like between the ears so that was awesome yeah um yeah yeah so so yeah i mean i was just gonna on that note just on the personal side for me as well yeah kind of in line with that um i thought it was really impactful you know, so for me having fitness, having been like my passion, helping people, Mm -hmm. that's like from when I was whatever, 21, realizing like, that's what I want to do. And also having that same, like, I know that it's more than just moving your body parts. Mm -hmm. And that was what was really amazing about CrossFit that I felt connected to. Like there's something else here. We're not just talking about like do three sets of 12 kind of stuff. Um, so it was really, uh, for me personally to experience that, like where there was maybe some disconnect with my own body and 
like kind of how that how I can work on that via the seminar yeah that kind of highlighted that and also some of the um limitations I've or what's the word the trap I've kind of fallen into a little bit with the past 12 years of how I've approached fitness and kind of being competitive and how that maybe has limited um, some of the goals I have and things like that. Can you be more specific? Yeah. I mean, so they talked about, so some of the stuff, you know, with data and metrics, letting numbers and data and the clock and the times and the weights and the outcome, very specific outcomes, be a direct reflection on how I'm doing. Mm. And that's just, and and I think that in the fitness sense, mm-hmm. like very specific to that, um, that was kind of interesting where I really was like, wow, that's, that's definitely what I've been doing. And the option, the other option being to kind of relinquish some of that and not feel like everything is bound to, well, the number says this, so then I'll feel this. And that is a little bit, as we've talked about, a pitfall of, um, and a byproduct of every workout I've done for 12 years, there's been a clock, there's been a time, there's been a... But I would even say that's a fitness industry. Sure. Like three yeah. sets of 10, four sets of 12, right. drop and sets, this and that. And if you fail that and... one and the numbers and running on a treadmill. I mean, like yeah, I can't run on a treadmill. Everything's, okay, if it's this and then the point two and then the time and then the, you know, so just the data um, kind of understanding a little better, like, okay, what that impact has been. So... All that said, I think from the gym applications, that was kind of a personal thing. But, you know, we've been obviously turning, you know, the ship a little bit, evolving. And it was really cool to have some things that uh, we could sort of start implementing. But also to to really feel like, to your point with Between the Years and the gym, like there are emotional experiences people have via movement. So we know that about the gym when people come in, they're in a mood, they're in a good mood or a bad mood or they're struggling or like the gym is a place. It's not just about, I'm just going to come and move my body, Right. that connection. So having that understanding and sort of where we're trying to go and how we can better help people. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I think it was good to go through it together. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, personally, but you know, primarily personally, yeah. but then also for our shared pursuits <clears throat> of the gym. And-, and it's been a while, I think, you know, talking about continuing education, like mm. what is that trying to get better? Um, but that was what was really, you know, doing that together and being excited and kind of learning obviously for ourselves, but for the gym, for our businesses, like, I think that's just a really important, like, that's necessary. Um, what not, was, yeah. Yeah, not know. every seminar, of course, is, you know, the idea is, sure, you're learning, you're educating yourself, and then you maybe bring that back to apply it. Um, this, I just found, like, it was a lot of value. It's not, it wasn't just like, oh, here's how to, this one very small specific thing that maybe isn't as helpful in the grand scheme of things like maybe going to a muscle up clinic like coming back and being able to teach someone to muscle up better like that's great yeah but it's limited in its right. impact right 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 um how did you find the experience of being a participant in a personal development course mm-hmm. and that's what it was yeah. it, it was it was a personal development course that I, I, if looking around, I believe, eh, maybe not. I don't know what people's backgrounds are. I don't think anybody knew it was going to be that sure impactful. Like I think that there's because it's fitness. And it's like okay, we see the movements. There's the sandbags. Mm-hmm. There's this. There's that. There's training. We all do it. Right. Like it's a little bit of a bait. It's not a bait and a switch. I don't mean to paint it in a negative yeah. thing, but I think it's. It's only natural that like a bunch of athletes and coaches come there and like right. the generally know, the common like, ground the is the yeah the movements, the programming, the yeah. some of the science, but right. like it's a little bit removed from yeah. you. And what they did, which I thought was great, they 
talked about that mm-hmm. for sure, but they blasted it wide open. Mm-hmm. So then it's you. Right. And it's your experience. And right. it's, you know, you as a human being. And um, like, if, and even from a coaching standpoint, like if you want to be a better coach, be a better person first. Right. Well, that I think is, that was a tremendous, that's something that we, I do feel like we look at like coaching is a very specific, that's very specific. It's not um, reading a script and we've talked about that. Yeah. So the difference, coaching does involve a, a relationship with that person and like you've talked about it, like defining like a coach, it's also not just giving that person the answers. You're helping that person, like kind of guiding them to come to them on their own. That's a lot more powerful. So yeah, I think that that then it's not as simple. It's just like, I'm teaching you this, memorize that. Right. There were a lot of like, go find the answers yeah. at first as a participant. So as a participant, I felt like... um yeah, of course, there was part of me that wanted to just be like, okay, well, you know, tell me what to do. Yeah. Which was interesting because being on that receiving end is kind of funny because automatically, for me, I go to that same place like, okay, just tell me what to do, which I can empathize with like sure. people in a class, like... Well, I, I don't know. Like, how does that feel? I don't know. Like, trying to really, like, be on the receiving end of that. So, it was... That was interesting. Yeah. Did you find yourself resisting at all? Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, if maybe you didn't think or know that it was as personal, as mm-hmm. emotional... Mm-hmm. did it surprise you and were you ever like ee, i don't know like i kind of want to back away and just like talk about the sandbag but like how was no, your i mean well i think i did internal... know so it's kind of yeah, hard to true. like you basically said like wow this is like a really you know th- this is beyond movement so i kind of expected that i don't think i think i have my own like even in, when we've done between the years events as you know like tested them there's some resistance that may come up, but I don't think some it, resistance. We all, that's part of my journey. I know. I just, you know, you can, you know, there's some times where it's like, yeah, my experience as a participant and all those things, I've had that experience with you as well of just navigating like what you're ready to yeah, go, you know, just, that protective mechanism of like, okay, I don't really know if I want to go there right now. Right. Am I, you know, kind of that inner dialogue too. Like, why am I thinking that? Like, where's that coming from? So a lot, but I liked that that environment being in a setting, what I think is really valuable about a seminar or workshop. The rest of the world is kind of like, you're there, you have a chance to let those things sort of, swirl around it doesn't mean that in that moment you just like burst wide open and have all these epiphanies but there's like this pause in life where you're in that and that's what you're focused on it's not just like driving from here to there and you have a couple of thoughts in the car and then you get distracted by work for eight hours 24 hours whatever it is it's kind of a good opportunity to like explore some of those things and I think that's really what's valuable about a course like that um, a seminar, a workshop. Yeah. What, um, I guess this isn't really a question because whatever, but I feel like personal development Mm -hmm. and maybe we've talked again, maybe we've talked about it. I don't know, but I feel like personal development, mindset improvement, learning about yourself, also has a stigma and a resistance as you say or a reservation or a hesitation for people like yeah there's a little bit of that like soft it's soft and like i don't need that like i'm good and if i wanted that like to your point we were talking about this earlier like 
what most people I think they're they're good like I don't need that if things go terribly wrong and there's a problem you have a hard time with something now it's impacting your relationship then you go to therapy yeah there's a problem and now you go there and that's the fix right the kind of like I guess you know kids in school like you're in class it's like fine you're not going to be proactive necessarily and like look at you know keeping up with like understanding the math it's like you failed the test now we have a problem you're gonna yeah. go you're gonna get a tutor we're gonna fix the problem right but the proactive nature of like well what about just getting a tutor or doing some work before then it's like well does that mean you're you're not smart enough that you're struggling like there yeah. is that sort of um yeah that that's kind of i think sometimes with the personal development stuff it's it just feels some people feel like it's um, an indicator that there's a problem. Right. Like uh, fixing something and improving something are completely different. Right. You fix something that's broken. Mm -hmm. You improve something to make it better. Yet I think that we often view personal development, ourselves, whatever, as like from a fixing type thing. And, um, you know, that's something that I personally have been around a lot of with like, sure, we all have our struggles and we all have our, our things, but we also like, then there's a lot of people that don't have any big issue mm-hmm. going on, Right. you know, that it's like, no, I don't have any kind of, there's really not that much like trauma or I'm not really struggling. Like life is good, but like. I want to get, I want to improve. I want to learn about myself. Yeah. I want to learn. I want to improve. I want to be, I'm I'm curious about what else I can do or can I get to know myself more? And, you know, I think those people are, are few and far between. Um, and generally what's populated is I don't need that. I'll put it off because it's not a flashing red light Mm -hmm. in front of your face saying, no, now you need it. Like, and that's, I guess the thing, like, wanting to improve versus needing to fix something sure is 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 totally different and that's kind of yeah. one of the um you know that's something i feel strongly about it's like looking at that as you know yeah something that you can you can pr- yeah be proactive and towards. um you know the that's like someone coming to the gym it doesn't they might not have the need to lose weight or to like get stronger by some x amount there there doesn't need to be that but like learning about themselves their body connecting being healthy like there's a lot of that it's the same thing it's just cultivating like just more quality with yourself physically yeah, who wouldn't want emotionally that? right you know um yeah and i think that the problem is you know things are always changing and so where people run into an issue is maybe things are good everything's great but, you know, life has its challenges. And then when something comes up that wasn't there previously, that's where people get thrown off course because maybe they haven't done the exploring, the investigating. They don't. And and now there's a problem versus, yeah, you know, because life isn't linear. It's not stagnant. It's not like, well, this is how it is and everything's going to be good. I mean, there's a million things that could happen that you're maybe not, quote unquote, prepared for. Right. So trying to... Uh, like and same thing using that metaphor like you might be physically okay now like the the crossfit sickness wellness continuum i think it's yeah. a great way to, yeah, yeah yeah so people hover right in that sort of very dangerous line of like well i'm okay now but you don't know predict that you could get sick you could fall off a curb now you've broken your ankle now you have no buffer right and you're down in the you never recover from it versus creating that buffer building a little bit of a stronger body being healthier so that if something does unexpectedly happen right you're not going right down to the depth so i think that's the same with personal development like that's the ideas yeah not being on that teetering edge of just like well i'm hanging on now right and that's 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 like a major thing for and and only the individual can know that and answer that so that is essentially 
um, what between the ears that that's the idea with between the ears with the practice with events with the seminar is like giving people an opportunity Mm. to not because they're broken I mean some people might be coming to it in the middle of something that they're struggling with but a lot of people most people that do it I would say it's just normal life like I want to be better equipped to yeah lead a fuller life I mean your definition of like what we were talking about this yesterday what between the ears is what did I say it was <laughs> no like not it wasn't a f- leading a fuller life but like no yeah it, it was... it's it's really like the pursuit to live a fully engaged life right and that and that's an active participant yeah, yeah and that's totally person to person yeah and that's like one of the biggest things that I guess I want to be clear about in things is like I'm not gonna this is not between the ears is not think like me right and I'm surprised you don't have a wise ass remark after that. But um it's not think like me. It's not I've got the answers, here's the cheat codes. Mm-hmm. It's it, and if that's what you're looking for then you're going to be sorely disappointed. Right. Um because that's that's not my thing and I think I've I don't know if we talked about this but you know I had somebody a high profile person reach out and said that they wanted to learn how to think like me. Mm-hmm. And it's like I cannot help you. You should have just had them call me. I'd be like, you do not want right. that. But it's like, that's not what I do. I, yeah. I can't, that, and nor is that what you need. Right, and that's what's amazing about sort of the, that parallel of like the movement this weekend. Your movement and my movement, coming in and be like, well, I just want to like move like you. That is impossible because right. I'm not you and right. we have two different bodies. So understanding that landscape of like, as a coach, like I can't tell you what you're feeling. No. But guiding you to understanding better, like how to like ask those questions, like, are you feeling this? Are you feeling that? How, how about moving like this? That's what you're doing for, you know, people for the personal development. Side. Yeah. And I don't want you to think like me. I want you to think like you. Right. And I want you to understand how you think or why you think <clears throat> or um, some, some, some challenges with it. Like that's the whole thing. And it's not just thinking. Sure. It's not just to think harder. Right. Squeeze your eyes together and, you know, think harder. Like, no. Um, It's open your eyes and be aware of, Mm -hmm. yes, your thoughts. Yes, your emotions, your feelings, your actions. But in a more fluid type way, that is also something that you can do in your everyday life. Not just you know, take the event or take the seminar because I think that that's, and that's kind of where we're at now with, okay, we took this seminar, Mm -hmm. we took this week long immersive course, which had a ton of value, Mm -hmm. which is still marinating and like, it's going to take some time. And now what? And now what's the follow through? What do, where do we go from here to keep it alive, to improve on it? And I think we both know we've had experiences where you come out of a seminar, a weekend, an event, and you're like, I'm going to change everything. Like, I need to change everything. Like, oh, my God. But that's not really realistic. Um, yeah. Nor is it probably a good idea to do that. That I, that, that I get, that I fall into that. I yeah, think. I think it's, like, overwhelming because it does, it's natural to start questioning some things. Yeah. But not feeling like there's this desperation to like, like you've been doing okay so far. Right. The wheels are not coming off the whatever. What's the expression? Just Just, off something. Yeah. The wheels aren't coming off. (laughs) Um, So like you just need to calm down and then think about like, okay, what's one step to apply it and I think that's um kind of where we're at and that's really how to explore any kind of seminar like coming away and being like what were the what are some things I can implement now that would make sense and what are what is a direction I kind of want to get to um but certainly not I think it is a challenge for people it becomes an all or nothing right well if I can't like change all this on Monday then like you know, or you go into Monday gung home by Friday. It's just, and you've talked about that. Like, unfortunately, that feeling people get after an event, yeah, 
it's like, I'm never going to forget this. I'm never going to like, you know, whatever. And you do, it fades. Yeah, That's it's, normal. It's so totally normal. how to start to slowly sort of integrate or but I capture think something. That's too where looking at the application versus acquisition archetypes, yeah. like the hoarder would take this seminar Take another one. Take another one. Yeah, another until one. they know and how to implement a hundred percent of it, they're not going to implement anything. Right, they're just going to gather gonna, information. Yeah, it's just going to be like, oh, on to the next. Which is a little bit of how you are. Yes, and some in some things. Like if for it's sure. not a hundred percent, hundred percent solution, you're hesitant to start. I struggle with the eighty percent yeah. solution type thing. Right. Yeah, I want. Yeah, and that's been a huge thing for me to work on my own awareness of it. Mm -hmm. And I know it's working against me in some things. Um, you know, and that's just, you got to be aware of that. Yeah. You got to, and then also got to be like, okay, well, like, I'm aware of it. So what? What do I do now? Well, I'm going to put this up maybe before I'm, I feel ready or, you know, I'm going sure. to action more. Um, the old guard. Would not even take this seminar. Sure. And there's a lot of those. Yeah. Who it's like, I know what I know. I want to know what I know. I want what I know to be true to me. And I'm not going to even question. So so that is where I've fallen into a little bit of a trap with in the past. And so I guess what's interesting about that, if I think about it, is like, I think sometimes that's a protective mechanism against, well, what if I learn all this stuff and then what? Because now, like, so I could think about it for me a few years ago, like not consciously, but maybe resisting some things. Because once, like we struggled with this recently, like you can't unknow now what you know. Yeah. So it's a protective mechanism against being in a position where now you've kind of seen a little bit of the light now you know and you can't unknow it and so it's going to force you to have to start acting and then what like what happens if it sort of starts to question some of the things you've been doing because now you have to face that so i think that also going back to the personal development stuff there's a little bit of people ke keeping their guard up like well i don't know if i want to start uncovering this stuff because right. then what right now i'm exposing this shit and it's like you know they talked about some of the emotional mapping, like the physical connection with where you might store things in the body, which is not new, is not hippy-dippy. There's like actual... Yes. And people that have had experiences that shared them at the seminar who yeah. work with people with their bodies. But like, you know, they talked about being really... You have to really know what you're doing and be careful because once you expose that, you know, people, people bury things very deeply to the point where they don't even remember them. Yeah. If we have the ability to do that, right? then surely like it's realistic to think that like people are going to avoid a little bit consciously or subconsciously the personal development stuff because once you open that box, you can't really shut it again. Right. So I think that is sometimes part of the old guard. Like, I don't know that I do want to know anything new because now I'm going to have to, it might have to have me rework all the stuff that I've gotten in such a nice clean order and it's going to yeah. mess all that stuff up. So yeah. So I think it's funny that we both came to it from those sides. And I think that's helpful for us then to look at like, okay, let's bring it into the student side. Like how can we kind of come to the middle, apply some, but still know there's a lot we still have to yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah. So the between the ears seminar, how do you see that, like, not to say, like, everything you're going to do there, but, like, how did this weekend for you translate into, like, I mean, I think it definitely fired you up even more to, for your own seminar, but, like, what are you thinking, yeah, like, just what about the seminar, what do you think people, how do you see that? Well, I guess I, I kind of think it makes sense to say, like, why a seminar? Mm -hmm. Because it's the, it's a new format, and it's a totally different event. And I put this in an email out to folks. The events were great, like, are great. Like they're, When you say events, just for people that maybe don't know, like, that was, you show up at an X amount of time, yep. the engagements, the evolutions, it's the workout. It's either, like, 
a short, medium, or long event. Yeah. Undisclosed what's going to happen. Yeah. There's usually some physical. There's always. Uh, there's there's uh, physical involvement to the yeah. degree and the length. It's different. Yeah. Um, and that's like, it's an experience in that way. So those are the events you've had. Yes. Okay. The practice is a online thing. You do it on your own. There's a community. There's some guidance. and It's a weekly sort of. It's a weekly program course right. basically that you're going to go through right. um, but you're going to kind of be doing it on your own satellite although in a shared anyway. experience yeah so why the seminar so the seminar because i think th- i think that the events provided a very very intense experience mm-hmm. a very emotional experience for most um and really churned up some some stuff with people yeah and it could be all over the place yeah like, like all over the place but there lacked a little there lacked substance and follow-through and a, a context of it to be like let's dig into this you mean one kind <clears> of <throat> like okay so something comes up for me and then sort of it's over and I'm going to go home. I just slap you on the yeah. ass and say, see you later. And, and it's also like, understanding like for most people, like, like how, why did that even happen? Like we were doing this physical thing. What just happened? Right. And why do I feel like this? Right. And so I think that guiding people through an experience like that is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, I've, it's been exhausting on my end too, because like every second of that thing, my mind is going a million miles right, an hour, thinking 20 for, steps ahead yeah. and like all of that. But I don't, I, I think it falls short in terms of arming and equipping people with education, concepts, tools, uh, resources, mm-hmm. and, and like facilitating a better, um, success rate for the follow through and that's kind of like like i'm a like i i'm a teacher i suppose um not saying i have all the answers at all but i know what i'm teaching is very it can be very helpful for folks and i think that the events the format of the events just don't provide for a little bit more of a um, casual intimate environment yeah because the nature of the events and also because of the role that i have to assume and and be when leading events there's There's people that i know very very well right that do them there's people that i've literally never met before sure so there has to be a little bit of that difference so the events have been have been great have been awesome but But the methodology i think that's it is important for people to understand, to move forward. Like a little bit of like, I had this experience, but I kind of want to understand a little more why. Yeah. Like the difference of like going to, you know, people that go to a CrossFit workout are like, wow, this was awesome. Like I had this whole experience. I've never experienced that before. And back in the day, people who weren't coaches would go to the level one seminar, not because they want to coach people, but because they wanted to understand a little more about like, well, why, why is this? And being armed with that as well as having the experience, I think that's only going to help people in their process moving forward. Right. And that's the whole thing. Like teaching a little bit, teaching more. I don't teach principles of between the ears at mm-hmm. events. Immersion's the only one I kind of tested that out on. And I thought that was, And from what folks said, like that was was, super valuable. So immersion was a weekend. Yeah. Small group, six people. Yeah. Um, And so it did have like talk about like an intimate setting, but it really did have kind of the structure of a seminar, a little bit more intimate, a little bit, you know, it had like the probably a little more on the event side, feeling of the event side because there was it was off site. Um, yes, but that really was, yeah. Why? And here's some tools to take with you and then have the experience. So it kind of went back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, um, that was awesome. I just like, 
I just I can't. There's, yeah, the, the logistics of the that logistics are, yeah. of that, and I'll have one maybe in the spring next year. And it's year. limited because obviously when you go away, the cost is higher. There's well, a commitment. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. for the participant side, like it's not that there shouldn't be like there's different love. There's different. There's no right or wrong for people. Right. But that immersion, when you're going to leave, you're going to go away for the weekend. It's not as accessible to people because That's you exactly have to it. be, you have to go away for an entire weekend yeah. um, and, and the cost is higher and, yeah, and sure. that's all part of it. So being able to take that and bring it back in an accessible form, that's a day that's in proximity. You don't have to rearrange your entire life. And, and that's put the your thing too with the events in the past. Yeah. The events have been overnight at night. The yeah. earliest we've started or the earliest we've met has been like 8 p.m. Right. That's just not realistic for so yeah. many people. And then it's like on the shorter end, we're finishing up around, I don't know, like just after midnight. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely some cat, like some spillage as a result of the event. On the longer end, we're going from. Yeah, people roll into their house at 10 a.m. and, and now they, they got to do, do their day. Right. right. And so it's kind of like, man, I don't really like that. And again, not accessible. And I understand I have a bit of a branding problem with like, oh, between years is crazy and, you know, we're going to like do some, some crazy stuff. And it's like, well, it's not. And, sure. you know, I've yeah. sort of. I don't think though, I think what's interesting about that, and I don't think it's a wrong or like, oh man, like that was a wrong turn. Some of it is, some of it has lent itself to that experience so like being an overnight thing um that commitment like i don't think it was wrong but you're just moving in a direction now that it's you're trying to help people and the education is like it doesn't have to be that and there's value and it doesn't have to be like all dark like nobody knows what it is and it doesn't have to have that sort of the unknown is important but it doesn't have to be in such a the funny Scary thing about way. the unknown too is like I don't control the unknown necessarily. Mm-hmm. The unknown exists within everyone's mind. Sure. And everything is unknown. Like yeah. really everything is. And so now how we approach that and how we sort of navigate through that and how we try to either um, make everything go from unknown to known. Yeah. That's like, okay, that's a bit different conversation. But the seminar what i've also found is like there are underlying themes that have been incredibly successful for people that people have had incredible success with i've obviously been working through like all right like there are these principles there are these ethos there are these general guidelines Mm -hmm. that are unique to each person in application but common to all in terms of the the theme Sure. And that's, those are kind of the methodology. Those are, that's kind of like the methodology, if you will. Yeah. And that's sort of the seminar is a little bit of like that and then experience it. Right. And and, and how to really execute it and engage in it in real life because Mm -hmm. showing up for an evolution. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not real life. Yeah, it's contrived. It's contrived. Yeah. It's it, and yes, there it, it is very real and very real things occur sure. there. But it's almost so extreme that it's like well, it's hard for people to make the connection then about like, well, how do I take what I experienced there and apply it to Tuesday when at work there's a crisis? Yeah, and I think that the uh, yeah. and I think people have had like and I know this like people have had success with that. Sure. I think there can be. <clears throat> a better education mm-hmm. element to it right? and make it way more accessible, mm-hmm. way less um, like detrimental to life in terms of just what you have to right. give Not, up and sacrifice. Yeah, a night's sleep. Yeah, and, like yeah. a night's sleep, right. kids, family, this and right. that. The scalability as well. Scalability. There's a lot more scalability at the seminar. So yeah. for just so people understand better, I mean just to put it out there, like Uh the seminar is like, there's no, people should feel like no matter what fitness level, 
where they're at on any spectrum. It is literally open to anybody can take this course. It's not because just to make sure that you're, we're like making, striking any of the assumptions of people being like, well, I hear it's crazy things. Even the movement pieces, the experience pieces, Mm -hmm. anyone could participate in them. There's not some, it's not going to be like, that destructive or like I have to be at a certain level or it's only for really good athletes or like it's really there is an experience piece but it's very approachable to anybody anybody could take this yes yeah yeah Um, yeah um so there'll be some there'll be some lectures and some presentations there will be experience based parts movement workout movement kind of deal um there will be kind of like a um, kind of like practical exercises in terms of not just the workout or not just yeah. the lecture, but like, okay, now, like, because we could all like a tool, like, this is a tool, like a, to yeah, teach, like a tool, to uh, but like, but also like, okay, now work on it right now. Right. Don't put it, don't write it down in your notebook yeah. and put it back in your bag and give me the nod mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, right on, I'm going to do this on Monday because like, yeah. you're not. Right. And that's not to say, you're a bad person, but like you're here to work on it now. Right. And so really having that be something that, um, the whole purpose of it is to facilitate follow through. Yeah. So that Monday morning to arm and equip and empower people and have that follow through really be something that they can drive home and, and action and execute. Um, and so that's where, that's where it's gonna. It's mu- gonna be much more casual. It's gonna yeah. be during the day. Start at nine, end around six ish. Wow. You know, it's gonna be during the day. How normal? Um, yeah, it's gonna be very normal. And don't expect to not have to work. Don't even bother signing up if you're not gonna be open and honest with yourself. Don't waste yeah. my time. Yeah. Don't waste other people's time. Like, don't even bother. Right. Um, you really shouldn't be coming there if all you're looking for is like a workout then just go do it no yeah. yeah and that's yeah. part of the thing too when people sign up it's like look yeah you know why, why well, do, what are you looking for and if you're looking to do the world's hardest workout um i'll refund you because it's yeah. not sign your, up for a training session and you'll dirt yeah if you want a hard if you want the world's hardest workout we can nothing wrong with that but speak to me one-on-one yeah. and i can yeah. and i can make you yeah i think that's life. interesting like i just put up today more information about like so that women's I'm doing like a six-week women's program yeah and as I was writing it it's like there's that like catchphrase like the six-week challenge Uh and we talked about it at the coaches week kind of like someone who comes in who's like I want to lose a lot of weight I'm like all right it's going to be two years yeah and if they're kind of like well no like I need it in like six weeks it's like all right well then yeah there's a lot of ways to do that yeah but that's not our approach right same thing with what you're saying, kind of the women's thing, like it's not the, the linchpin to the women's program isn't a bunch of workouts. I can coach people and put people through workouts. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the impact. That's not the actual change that's happening in people to then have them be able to, in a year from now, be doing workouts because they're it's important to them because now they have a good relationship with themselves so yeah if people are just looking for like those immediate it started at this time and it ended at this time and then i went that then that was it that's not this that's not what we're doing we're talking about really like reworking the the yeah the inner workings of like the workout is the expression. Yeah. And like we, what did we do? Like we, you know, worked on ourselves, got to, you know, have an experience and Mm -hmm. and learn about some things going on and put ourselves in a position to obtain coaching and to be provided something objective like that. It's not on you. And we just so happened to do some workouts as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was a cool, and that, and that is a really important expression. Yeah. But it's not the, it's not that's the, not the foundation. It's, it's, no. an, it's one expression. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I'm excited for what's cool is like, these were things that we had planned. We were, yeah. we were doing. And then I think the weekend was like a cool way to make some connections and, and get more ideas, more excited, have an experience for ourselves that only lends itself to, like you can't be a leader or leading things or helping people 
if you're not doing any of that work yourself. Yeah. And so that was like, for me this weekend was, and that's that normalizing. Like you don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not without my own struggles. So for me, what's powerful with like working with women is like, if I was just had it all figured out, I don't think that would be really helpful for other women. How, how can they really relate to that? But having explored and done that work and then bringing that work to other people is really cool. So yeah, without a doubt, it's pretty um, cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited. And with the gym, just kind of continuing to, you know, our primary thing with the gym is like, we really care about the people there. We want to, most people come to us to feel good, to be healthy, yeah, to like experience something positive, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. And that's it. Irrelevant of the tools, the implements, how we get there. That's always the direction we're moving. Um, the gym is an expression of that, just like you know, or other things. So, yeah. And that's one of the things, and I've actually had a couple of people paying me and say, Hey, I don't live by Motown. Right. But I wish I did. And I would say like, don't, don't throw, like, don't lose hope in that. Don't yeah, just yeah. settle. Don't say, Oh, but there, like you can create that environment. Sure. You, you, you really can because on that side there's people probably that come to the gym who don't see it for all that they do yeah. do just see it and there's nothing wrong with no. that so it's on both sides but but that's just um yeah it, it's understanding how to cultivate that for yourself and exploring for yourself and learning and it is in some ways an opportunity because there's no one to kind of be guiding you you have to guide yourself yeah, yeah. and like just I guess if you don't go to the, if you're not around here, if you're not one of our members, you're not whatever, like be curious with what you want to get out of your experience. Yeah. You know, and it's not to say like make it contrived or fabricated or anything, but just mm -hmm. like give it some thought. Your experience, meaning like your workout. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. what is it that I'm really looking right. for here? And what's maybe if there are things that are like, wow, I don't really like that feeling. Like, well, what is that? What's contributing to maybe not feeling positive, whatever, after your workout? I think that's really the exploration. We're not, we're not providing our members um, those answers. We're just providing them the ability to explore if they want to. So you can also do that on your own. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's as a, as a, as a starting point, just to be, just to have that yeah. curiosity. And there's some people who are definitely further along in it. And, mm -hmm. and if, you know, it would be remiss to say like, if you need coaching or guidance or help, that is something that we, we do. Sure. Um, but you have to first start with yourself right. and there's yeah. people that are interested in coaching but they haven't quite done the personal stuff first. Mm -hmm. And it's like you can get you'll get more out of coaching if you've started something within yourself. And and yeah. I think that curiosity is the driving yeah. force with that. Um, so it's like if you want coaching, we can talk, but have that conversation with yourself. Yeah, why? First. What are you looking like, for? And, yeah. and then and we'll be here, you know. Sure. So there's no rush, there's no nothing um, from that regard, but you know. Be be kind of be kind of curious and op open your open your eyes, open your ears, open your yeah. heart, kind of thing. And um, so, be, just to kind of wrap up what we have going on, because I feel like now we have a lot more going on, maybe than previously. Sure. Not like, but so there's the seminar. Yeah. So it isn't until February. However, we know. Yeah. That like calendars fill up. Whatever. Um, you did send out some info, so if people are interested in. A little more information, like there's that. Yeah, it's on um, February February eighth, eighth two eight twenty. Okay. Um, email me or okay. go to Instagram. Click the link. You can sign up. If you don't know how to work an acuity thing, you have to click the actual date. It's not the best. It's not the best yeah. thing, but like if they have problems, though, if you have send problems, me just, a message. Just send me a message. Um, simple. You are starting another practice, yes. you know, people who missed or didn't sign up. The part of it is you can sign up at any time. 
However, to be part of the group, everybody kind of moving through it together where there's a lot of value, that's starting in January. Yeah. I'm starting the women's six-week group, not to challenge. It's right. not a challenge. Right. Um, in uh, January. So like January 4th, that's the first day we meet. January 3rd is when the practice starts. Oh. Look at you. Um, and I did put up some things about that, but if you have questions there is a link to register you don't have to be a member of motown to do it um yeah and then the the coaching just for people to be clear i mean you do coaching with people between the ears coaching yeah there's also if people are looking for like help with okay i live in texas i go to this gym i'd like some help in like what i'm doing yeah you know I'm, i'm kind of reaching a point where maybe the gym isn't whatever's happening at the gym there may be limited and like where you want to go but you still want to be part of it like we do that individualized coaching we have a couple people at the gym doing it at our gym but then there's certainly we work with people who don't go to our gym who need that guidance still want to be part of classes but just a little bit more they want some coaching yeah they want some guidance they want to kind of get so we do that and that's something you can email us about as well so uh, yeah. plenty of plenty of stuff lots of ways to get exciting. involved yeah for sure we're um we are going to amsterdam or the netherlands to do a little work with uh the strong fit folks so there's more about that coming yep. soon but yep. we will be doing that if anybody wants to come take care of our dogs wow. they're very very challenging animals as you can tell charlie's yeah. asleep in the chair um I'm kind of kidding, but not. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have... The kids are fine. We told them, you know, here's here's the keys and just take yeah. care of yourself. Yeah. They were they're like, we got it. It's 2019. Yeah. You can certainly figure it out. Uh, no, but we're kidding about the kids and the dogs. But we are not kidding that we are going to the Netherlands. So that is all. That's a lot. I'm excited. And it's yeah. Monday. Look at us. Uh, it's Monday. Ready to go. I'm going to go do a workout now. What's a good workout that you can... What's a good workout you can give someone Okay. that they... That kind of captures what we talked about today in okay. some way. That's simple. I feel like you have a thought already. Why don't you answer your own question? Because <laughs> this is very leading. Well, I was just thinking of giving people a workout that they can experiment okay. and a kind of experience. Sure. Um, so what would you think? To experience what? Yeah, just, just to experience something at? different. Yeah. Like, like if, if, you know, sometimes I think that the fitness industry and the fitness people mm-hmm. or, or, or just working out, it's you're more of an actuary than an athlete. And okay. it's always the counting and the numbers and the this and the that. Okay, it's like, so oh my what's God. the workout? Well, I think one thing would be not having data. Yeah. So that's so don't count, don't set the clock. That would be that would be an element that I think would help you kind of get outside of those that limitation. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably something that can allow you to like push a little bit. Something that can allow you to kind of. Think I mean, I have a, a very good one that involves a rower. But not everyone maybe has a rower. Okay. Um, I think, you know, it's an interesting thing that's kind of along the lines of, I think, that rowing workout that people could experiment with that's helpful for me or, like, that I know has been brought up or I've experimented with. Like, whatever you're doing, maybe... And it would be, like, a piece of, quote-unquote, cardio. A bike, a rower, running. Kind of like... Or if you listen to music... A lot of people listen to music and that's not necessarily right or wrong. Like, like finding your own, like, I think we're all like, well, tell me when to go hard. Tell me when to pull back. Kind of experimenting a little bit with like, like on the row or if you're listening to music, when it's the music gets you kind of fired up, like go harder right? and then pull back. And then kind of just not because it's a certain time or how long was that song or how long, well, that was 20 seconds. This was 30 seconds. Just kind of finding like, that connection to like pushing and pulling back and 
that's kind of an interesting because I feel like you've done that in one of your events. There's a there's a little bit of that. Yeah. And I think there's like a powerful connection, and there is with music. Like, it is interesting. Like that can kind of elicit some emotion. Right. So kind of using that as a tool to navigate. Yeah. I think it's easiest to do it with something like a bike or a runner or rowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So. So like set a clock. Eight songs. Okay. Whatever they are. Eight songs. Eight songs. Yep. Doesn't matter. Okay. Make a playlist that okay. only has eight songs. So okay. you're not counting. Wait, was that one or two? Yes. Like, yes. Set yourself up for success by creating a eight song thing. Because. Okay. If you're going to be doing this on your own. Eight songs. Yeah. Row. Okay. If you don't have a rower, bike. Bike. Mm-hmm. Hello. You're going to row. And you're going to row until you're good. And you'll know when you're good. Okay. The only thing is during, during that, you have to have a noticeable change in pace. Your effort. Okay. So you have to have one where you're like just kind of cruising or, you know, just kind of like going kind of easy. And you have to have one where you push super hard. That's it. That's it. Cool. No, that's not it. Oh, okay. That's for the row piece. Okay. So you're going to row and like, hey, when you're good and you've had and, and you've you've went from basically not working hard to working as hard as you can. Okay. And you're like, I'm good for that. And it could be you can do intervals with it. You for can, eight songs. No. Listen, no. Oh, okay. There's two movements. Okay. Rowing and burpees. Okay. All right. You're going to row and you're going to have that range of... You're going to hit a different change of pace. You're going to you have going to have a different change of pace. Okay. All Once right. Once you've hit that. And when you're like, just when you're good, when you're like, I've rowed enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good there. You're going to get off the rower and you're going to do burpees okay. as fast as you can. Okay. Until you're good. Okay. And then you're going to get back and on you're the gonna rower. you're going to get back on the rower. Cool. And you're going to go through that. You're going to go through that for eight songs. Okay. Put the monitor down. Do not let this the the monitor <clears throat> dictate what's good or not good. Mm-hmm. So and it's don't gonna, count your burpees. No. Don't count your burpees. Yeah. I like it. Are you going to do that today? Um, I might. Good. I might. All right. So if you want to do that mm-hmm. you can reach out and if that, that was the cool. most confusing work yeah or if ever. you did understand it and you do it let us know how it turned out for you yeah you and if you're one of the um, social media types mm-hmm. then you can go ahead post it take a picture do something maybe um maybe um tag us or whatever and uh that would be cool and we'll kind of start there with with that for the week and if you guys like workouts if you want more workouts if you want that kind of a thing let us know we can maybe every um because we obviously are a, a generally active yeah bit uh maybe maybe help with that a little bit just i'd like to you know want to yeah. give people something so cool the puppies are restless now all right then well we'll uh we'll chat well, with you we're gonna have a good week this will be out on thursday so yeah. have a good weekend yeah yeah, yeah. all right